We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. DOC in the building. That's right. Hold up. It's time to get some medical advice. Uh, You know, I, I looked you up earlier. And I couldn't find you. And then I was like, oh, I got I to gotta search for Rick Walker. You got to search for Rick. Yeah. Richard. Rick. Um, Rick. Rick. <laughs> Joined now by the legend Rick Doc Walker. Yeah. Of course, you can hear him every day on the Burgundy and Gold Report um, and the Doc Walker podcast. Lately, he's been doing he, a lot of babysitting. There were also driver's ed instructor. Um, yeah. yeah. With, with, with Linnell? <laughs> yeah, Linnell, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lunell. Lunell. Oh, yeah, I heard you guys say that the other day. I have no idea what that's about. Well, people kept calling him Lunell, and Lunell is a, a comedian. Oh, oh, the lady, but I thought it was funny that oh, they called yeah. him okay, Lunell. Good. No, I'll do it too. I didn't well, know. I didn't quite understand that. I'll do it. Does it bother him? Oh, yeah. Who, who cares? Well, I, I, I will definitely do Lunell it. for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What difference does that make? Yeah. Um, I always love talking with Doc, but I it's funny. It's it, it's really funny because earlier this week, you remember I, I the was the I think the 40th anniversary of the iconic John Riggins run in the Super right. Bowl. Uh-huh. And I, I had I was looking at it, I brought it over, yeah. l- looking at, at you blowing up the left side of the line of scrimmage there and, and getting and, blown up, yeah. And and Riggo making the play. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, that team is is a team that Bobby Beathard put together. Yeah, and Bobby Beathard hired Joe Gibbs, and Bobby Beathard was a football visionary. And, and I imagine you and that's why when he was there. at yeah. O and five. Yeah, no, I mean that's I'd known Bobby since college. You know, he was being on the West Coast of UCLA. I got to see Jerry West in the stands, and Coach Thompson, who we worked with for years, would always talk about Arnold Red Arback at the YMCA at the Boys Girls Boys Club, and they were so passionate about their craft, as I hear Tom Brady being mentioned all day, it's a fanatic. The dude's a fanatic. He's so into it like a great writer or pianist. It's just so such mm-hmm. a level that you go beyond. It may have looked easy what this young man to my right did for a living, catching punts, and then you find out he never caught one to the pro level. That's what things like that excite me because people say you're born. You're born to be alive. You develop into whatever skill set you get. And Bobby Beathard was always watching and evaluating. So when you get a call from this guy, I remember he called me. I had no interest. I had a um, So you were drafted by the Bengals. I was about, by the Bengals, but he got me. I was in the injury deal. I was on the West Coast. I had gone to the 49. I didn't want to come to the East. I wanted to be on grass. Damn, I thought y'all was just – yeah, he's right. I was, I was, I was a model. but um, Hollywood. Hand model. But um, – <laughs> 
I was like playing football on turf. That's for the other people. You Southern California, you want grass? I need sun, the whole bit. He called me up. He said, hey, what the hell's going on? I said, well, I had a shoulder deal, blah, blah. He said, look. He goes, uh, are you okay? I said, yeah. He goes, well, I want, I want you to come out here. I go, he said, Dulles, which I thought was Dallas. <laughs> Dallas Airport. I said, Bobby, I don't have any in- Dallas Airport. Why would it be? He said, look, just come out and just, go and, and just, just come out. I want to talk to you. So I trusted him so much because I'd seen him. He'd be scouting, doing all the combine crap. I mean, because he was with the Dolphins and the Chiefs he, he before he was, landed here. Yeah, but yeah. he was due was freak. All. He was a freak. So I come out here and I go. They played the Raiders the with the Giants, and then it was the Raiders. I go, Bobby, I'm not coming out there to be evaluated for nothing. If I come out there, I'm staying. You can come get your gear when we play the Raiders. You can, you can stay back, blah, 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 blah. He was that conversational. Come out, do it, sign, stay, play. And then he comes to me. Worked out pretty well for you. Yeah, it did. But because of this dude, what he, here's what happened. Not the football part. Football part, you were going to do that or not do it. He, he made me elevate as a leader because he came to me, and this is how our team was being developed piece by piece. That He said, look, I need you to do me a favor. I need you to – we had a guard named Melvin Jones out of Houston. Big Mel was like a big freak who's the only child, mama's boy, oh boy. a 300-pounder. We, and we, this is how – I love Bobby so much. He goes, I need you. I said, okay, I'll, I'll talk to him. He said, no, I don't need you to talk to him. I need you to put him on your wing. I want you to live with him. I want you to move him in with you. I want you to make sure you help him get to practice. Because his mom wasn't waking him up. He probably no, wasn't he, wake he up. He was here, but he was here. Now she in Houston. He just was lost. You know, you met. Yeah, but he's, he's, a, he's, from, he's, un, he's not under mama's wing anymore. Exactly. Yeah. And he was but so physical. We trying to build an offensive line. He go, we got to get players. We need this dude to start and play and do all this right. So I'm like, Okay, he said, look, I need you to do this to get this guy in here so we can win. I heard you guys earlier this month. It was about people have jobs to coach. They have jobs to elevate themselves. He was trying to win. Yeah. It's all, all, all that mattered was that can we win games. So Mel, and he was just he was a rook, big old bow-legged dude who could block his butt. He was a big physical freak. He, got, he knocked out our other guard. He went the wrong way on the play in practice. On the bullet. It's not funny, but the guy never played again. Mel, the other guy never other played, guy never played oh, wow. again in practice. So, long story short, making you accept responsibility and make, help somebody to help your team and to lead. You know, yeah. leadership is just not about being a playmaker. It's also about making sure you get people. You get to the stadium. You just do the right thing. But things. he saw something in Melvin, and he understood that yeah. you can get the message to him yeah. better than he could. Right, but he think, made me grow. He made me mature quicker than I had planned but that, on. But I, I'm sure you took that as he believed in you. He believed in me. There you go. And I said, I got you. And this whole thing with Joe, but my best story about him is my roommate here was Jarris White. Jarris White came out of Hawaii. Bobby had been recruiting him since Hawaii. He'd always seen you since your sophomore, junior in college. He, he would tell How you often things. was he on the road? The dude was a rat. I'm telling you, he was always evaluating the scouting. So Jarris, he comes here, we room, 
He said, yeah, Bobby, I was in Miami because Bobby was in Miami Dolphins. They undefeated. Right. So he goes, I walked past after a game. I said, Bobby, these cats ain't going to pay me. He goes, I'm about to come up. Bobby winked at him and said, I got you. Then he came here and, you know, and then we brought Jerry. So Those conversations, JP, happened when it's not even the right situation. Exactly. And this is (laughs) like on a golf course in in, uh, California, Monterey Peninsula. In the the tunnel of a stadium. Whatever happens. But Jerry said, Bobby, so he saw everybody was confirmed he'd be at practice. He was evaluating all the time and building pieces. It wasn't about, B Mid says something, but so smart. This first round, second round thing is so overrated. That could be kind of easy. But he was finding jewels. Our team was built. And it was also, like Joe Gibbs' principle, was that you had to be character first. Before your 40 time or your vertical jump, they had to be able to trust you. You had to be able to get guys that were trained because he'll tell you our practices were not even legal. If they did to based on the standards today, we'd be fined. I'd be, we'd be we'd be disqualified. So all this stuff in building and so when Bobby he gets you and then you start winning and then we we lost five in a row. Imagine losing five in a row in this town when the town was packed and the town was collegiate. And then to recover and I just thought Bobby and and uh, Dick Daniels and these guys they come in shorts and thong and they they always jogging and running and just just unique. So, but you could talk to him. He could talk to you, and there was no barrier. There was no BS. I just found that that was clear. And Jarris told me his history with him. Jarris was the highest paid corner from time in the league. He was definitely one of the highest paid players here. And he, Howard Slusher was his agent. Bobby just, he did it all. So I looked at the components. How do you win? You get the best executive. You got an owner that handles his business outside and lets you do your thing. And you get a coach. He hired Joe. So how many more things does the guy have to do? And then the quarterbacks and, you know, I'm going to talk to Rip a little bit later today. And Rip, he just had an eye. He knew exactly what he wanted. And then he was just so easy to approach. Can I, let me ask you uh-huh. both a question because mm-hmm. I find that really interesting. Um, you both played in multiple organizations, highest level of, of professional football, played major college football. Um, you, not everybody is approachable. Especially people in leadership positions. Yeah. How, how important is that, B? Because I imagine you experienced that in good ways and in bad ways. It's very important because I think when you hear a coach say, my door is always open. Mm-hmm. And the first time I walk in that door and you give me this look or you, you shun me, mm-hmm. I, just, you just, I lost all trust I'm gone. I don't believe in you anymore. And that will go in because another player may come to me, man, I need to go talk to the coach. Man, I'll go talk to him. He don't care. You know, and I think that's how things begin to separate. You know, I, I was able to walk in Joe's office. Mm-hmm. And I remember, I and we and Joe talked about some stuff. And it was like one time right. when I was upset about some things he had said. Right. And he was like, you know what? I respect you coming in my office and having this conversation with me. Glad you didn't do this in front of the other uh, teammates. Right. You know, and I think that that's how you began. That's why I coach and I, you, you see, when I'm with him, yeah. just mm-hmm. like I am with Andy. I've oh, had yeah. conversations with those guys, with Joe, with uh, David Cully, some things that, you don't normally want to have with your boss. Right, right, right. <laughs> but I've had those conversations, and they never changed their way about me because they understood it was between us, and they had respect me as a man for it to happen. A lot of people today that said, and a lot of coaches today, I don't think that they live like that. I think they tell you one thing, but once you come at them, they want to treat you and change the way that they are with you. Those guys never did. I agree. I mean, Gibbs, 
you know, he hated any bulletin board. He didn't want you to say he uh-huh. wanted to sneak up on people. So George Michael, I just when I learned in TV about editing, and there was a guy, and we were playing the Packers in the game we lost, 49-47. And guy from Green Bay interviewed me, and he goes, what are you participating in the game? I go, he says, what do you, what do you anticipate? I said, well, your offense is explosive, so is ours. I said, we could blow you out. You could blow us out. It could go either way. I think it's an even match. Well, of course, they they only put it. we're going to blow them out. So it all in Green Bay <laughs> said, we're going to blow them out. <laughs> so I, we get to Green Bay. People are yelling. At, I mean, people going nuts. And, pre- and Joe, he's he is irate. And I had to step. I said, look, coach. I said, I understand your sneak-up approach. But when it comes down to it, who cares? You know, we got to go out there and do it, whether or not we don't open them out or we do open them out. And we plan to back it up. Then when you go, I go in there and got knocked out, got hit in the back by Steve Luke. Not only did I incite a riot, I get knocked out in the fourth quarter, and we lose the game 49-47. And I'm going, man, that's the place I broke my arm as a rookie. I said, Green Bay wasn't good to me. I come back to his office, and I tell him, I said, and then George told him. They edited it, and he saw the whole thing. He said, dude, I, I said, but I'd still do it again <laughs> because we come down to it, Coach. You still got to fight the guy. What year was that? <laughs> the year Mosley won the MVP. I think it was. We lost 47 for the year we were 14-2. That was one of our losses. We lost on Monday Night Football to Green Bay. <laughs> so Joe would be this like changing the offense. You know, he bring if he got situational things, he brings you in. We lost five straight games in a row. Mm-hmm. After the second loss, on a Monday day off, he brought three PKs. Look, we got to do this. Need you to do that. This is what it's going to be. Blah blah blah. But okay. he, he wasn't. And I think, like for Joe, I think just like Bobby, they weren't married to a scheme. No, they knew what the pieces were. They knew what type of person they need to make they their schemes it. go. And they would. Bobby would go look for them, and Joe will implement them. He you know. But I just think that it all comes down to that little mindset. To where when we talk about. Ron, being the personnel guy and the coach. Right. Your mindset has to be different. Those two people don't think alike. Can't exist. Yeah. It uh, can't exist. Last one before I let you go. Okay. Um, your career, your season-high rushing yards came in 1985 where you had three carries for 16 yards. What was the play call where you're getting three carries? They reverse. You put tight H ends, reverse. Tight end reverse? Each reverse, yeah. Joe, Joe um, he'll tell you. Man, Joe, when it comes to – Figuring out offense, like Andy, you and Andy, he had mm-hmm. both of them. You have to play for other people to appreciate them. Once you've been with other people, you realize these guys are on a different level. They are a step ahead. It's a step ahead. Andy's doing things that nobody else even tries to copy. And just remember, mm-hmm. Bobby saw that with Joe. Joe was in a, an Air Coyier's offense, That's passing right. offense. Right. But he understood that Joe knew more about football than just the pass off. And Joe, when he got here, he got here. Regrouped. Notice he he didn't have the people to pass with. Mm. Became one of the best running coaches. Yeah, in the history he coached of the offensive line at USC. He's an offensive line coach. Joe was a center. Got to understand, a lot of these guys come be being quarterbacks. Joe was an offensive lineman. Does it bother you that he's a Trojan? No, not at all. I don't hate Trojans. We beat them. I, you only hate people you don't beat. Yeah. Doc, yeah. thank you sincerely. Appreciate you, Doc. Right, Listen, that's man. Doc Walker. Appreciate it. We come back. We're giving away Wizards tickets. Don't go anywhere. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 